You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard, and today we are going to do some storytelling. I'm going to go over some client case studies, and basically I wanted to do this so that you can just see what's possible and just see the kind of things that we see on a regular basis. And so most of what I'm going to go over are past launches because launching is definitely probably our most common thing that we experience that we work with. We do also have some evergreen funnels and we also have some clients that just want to focus mostly on list building and they have some other goals that are outside of launching. They might have more evergreen programs like memberships or an evergreen product. And so for them, we just focus on list building, audience building, and just really driving up that volume, especially if it's a low cost program. So we also do high ticket programs, but lower ticket as well. So I'll have something, a little bit of something for everyone, but I definitely wanted to start off with launching. So let's go ahead and dive in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just break down the launches in their different pieces. And so I'm going to keep this really, really simple. So sometimes there might be some other campaigns that we ran outside of this. I might cover a list building campaign if I think it's super relevant to this launch. And what I will do though, is cover mostly the webinar campaign and then the actual launch campaign. So usually for every launch, it's a little bit different. It depends on where the client's organic audience mostly is. It depends on if they've launched this before. It depends on how big their audience is and what the strategy is and you know their actual launch strategy. I want to really align with what their organic launch strategy is and complement it and basically just add more fuel to it with Facebook ads. So that's why it's a little bit different for every launch for every client. Basically, most of them always have a webinar or some sort of hype event. So this could be a masterclass, workshop, whatever you want to call it. And we often will definitely definitely drive some traffic to that, even cold traffic and warm traffic. So we're going to do both. And then there is often a launch campaign and that's basically to alert their entire warm audience of the launch. Or sometimes it's a little bit more focused. Again, this just depends. And we might be just retargeting only the people who signed up for the hype event, the webinar or launch event. And then there is sometimes more retargeting campaigns outside of that. So it depends on the client's budget, goals, all of that. But that's the basic like tiered kind of ads funnel that you we start with most of the time. So the first client that I'm going to talk about, she had a group program. What she does is very, very niche. She is a ceremonial facilitator. So what her program was, was to teach people basically to do what she does. So for this launch, we had, I believe it was probably around two weeks. So she had her hype event or her launch event. I guess we'll call it a launch event instead of a hype event, but her launch event was a webinar. So for her webinar campaign, she had a very low spend too at the time. So she did not want to spend a lot of money. And so I always recommend to spend a decent amount depending on where they're at, but we started with a lower budget and her total spend for all these campaigns was only 1400. So it's a decent budget for a launch, especially if you're starting out. So what we wanted to do with that budget is we wanted to build out her email list a bit more, of course. So we put a big chunk of money to that. So of the $1,400, we put $636 to just list building before. So whenever we got started working together, she actually had, I believe, only like a month and a half, like maybe six weeks out from her launch. I would have liked a lot more lead time than that, but 
it is what it is. So I would recommend at least three months. So if you are wanting to launch and you want to run ads, hire your ads manager about three months before. But it ended up working out. So because her product is so niche and because of what she does is so niche, we often can get away with some, if we have some killer copy and graphics, we can get some really, really low cost per leads. And these are quality leads. Like these are leads that were very engaged, that a lot of them ended up purchasing. And so these were not poor leads. They were very, very good leads. And her list building campaign that we were able to do in those few weeks, we did $636 and we built her list to an extra 1,427 people, which is fantastic. So we, our cost per lead was 45 cents. And I'm just going to say this now, don't expect that. Like that's not typical. I'm actually just using her as an example because she had a really great launch, but for the list building campaign, that is not something that you're going to see very often. And especially after the Apple update, it's going to be a bit harder as well. So just want to put that disclaimer out there. Don't make that like necessarily your goal, but that is what happened. That's what we did. So we had 1400 more people on her email list and then the launch happened. So when the launch happened, we did a webinar campaign. So we did the webinar, we put the ads to her warm audience so that her warm audience could sign up for her webinar. And then we also did it to various cold audiences. So we only did... I think maybe like two to three different cold audiences. I like to test as many as we can, depending on what the budget is. So I don't want to spread the budget too thin, but we do want to see what takes off and just capitalize on that during the short time that we have when we are promoting a webinar campaign. So for this one, we put $264 towards it, which is a pretty low budget. Our cost per signup was 83 cents. I would say that that's not very typical either, but I do see it though still. Even after the Apple update, we just did one that I believe the webinar signups were like $1.12 or something. And those were in the States because I know you can get numbers like that. If you do a worldwide campaign, make sure that you do your locations like specific locations, because sometimes if you get a cost per lead, that's really, really low. Make sure it's not a bunch of spam accounts and like in the Middle East, like there's a lot of spam accounts that you might get, but this one was a really low cost per lead for the webinar campaign. So she had 321 signups for her webinar campaign. She did an amazing job for her webinar campaign. Then from there for her launch, she had to actually do sales calls. So this is pretty common for a higher ticket program. So her program cost was $3,800. So it was a higher ticket program and she wanted to do sales calls for that. And she, this is what she's done in the past. This is not the first time she launched this program. I believe this was the third time that she launched it. And so from that, we did the launch campaign. We retargeted the people who signed up for the webinar as well as her warm audience who maybe didn't sign up for the webinar, but might actually still be interested in her launch campaign. So for the launch campaign, we didn't target any cold audiences at all. Her program is way too high ticket for that. And so it's just warm audience. And then also the webinar signups, whether they attended or not. And we only spent $364 on that. So we wanted to make sure to stay in front of them while they're getting the emails and all of that. And she got... 22 sales calls and she ended up closing half of those. So overall for all of her ad spend, including the list building, she, the overall cost per purchase that she ended up getting was $135 for a $3,800 program. So it's pretty ridiculous return. So that is just some numbers just to give you guys an idea of the structure and like how we structured it and what we ended up doing and what some of her results were. So that one was a group 
program. And this next one that I'm going to talk about was a digital course. So this was a digital course. It's fairly niche. So I didn't include list building in here because list building was something that she was doing prior. And I actually started working with her just before her launch. So we basically jumped straight into launch prep that we did have some list building campaigns and things like that, but we were really focused on getting the launch campaigns going. She had ran ads before, so this was not like a cold account. So if you have a cold account, like I wouldn't recommend doing that at all. You don't want to just start running your webinar campaign if you have a cold account. By cold account, I mean that you haven't been running ads or spending any budget. So your ads account doesn't have a lot of data or anything like that built up. So she had been running ads. So I basically took over another ads manager that was running her ads. So we went straight into her webinar campaign pretty shortly after we started working together. And she spent, let's see, $697 on the webinar campaign. So we did a very similar structure for this one. So we did two different launch campaigns for this one. So we had the webinar campaign and then we had two launch campaigns. One of them was just to her webinar sign up. She has a larger organic audience as well. So we did one to just her warm audience. And then we did one campaign just to the webinar signups. And then we also did another retargeting campaign that was just to people who viewed the sales page. And then we retargeted them with different pieces of content. And I'll talk a little bit about that. So the webinar campaign, she spent again, $697 and we got 314 webinar signups from that. So the cost per signup was $2 and 22 cents. So that was cold and warm audience. And like I said, she had a larger warm audience. So that's partially why that cost per signup is so low. If it's just cold audience nowadays, I would say in nowadays, I, I mean like after the Apple update and in the midst of all of that right now, um, this is the summer time of 2021. I would say that the average that I'm seeing is around the four to $8 mark for the cold audiences. But this one is a bit low end, but this was also warm audience as well. From the people who signed up from this particular ad, because this happened right before the Apple update. And so we were able to, or sorry, not before the Apple update. This was before they also did the attribution window. So this was in December of 2020. In January, they changed the attribution window, meaning that if someone purchases after that seven day window, it's not going to track it or attribute it to that campaign. So this is before that, where we had a 28 day window. And so we were able to see who signed up from that webinar campaign and actually purchased the good old days. So from the people who purchased from that webinar campaign, there were seven people that signed up through the ad, the webinar campaign ad and ended up purchasing. So that ad we can tell from the tracking, she spent $697 and she made $14,000. Now that's because her webinar was really good. Some of those people were warm audiences. So I just want to point that out. That's why that there are always more reasons why you have these amazing results, right? It can't always just be one thing. And then the next campaign is the first launch campaign. So this one was the one that was just to her warm audience if they didn't sign up for the webinar. So just her whole warm audience. And from here, this is a direct to sales page campaign. We spent $1,160 on this. I believe her launch time was, she had a little bit of longer launch. It was like a little over two weeks. So we spent a bit here. And we got eight purchases directly from this ad. Again, this is retargeting her warm audience. And so from those, because her program costed $2,000, so she made $16,000 from that ad campaign. 
So the cost per result there was $145. Then the second launch campaign was just to people who signed up for the webinar. So it's just isolated to them. We wanted to see how well that was going to work and we were just testing things out. And so she had way more people organically as well sign up. So we only put was it $697 towards the ads? So there was 300 signups just from the ads, but she did have closer to, it was almost a thousand. Cause I think our goal was a thousand and I don't think she quite hit a thousand, but it was just under. So we had a decent audience to retarget again and three people from that audience purchased. So that was $6,000 from that ad. We spent $269. Then the last campaign that we used and where we retargeted just people who went to the sales page. So this is going to be your really, really hot, hot leads, right? These people are like one step away from purchasing. Eight people purchased from this retargeting campaign. Again, these are people who went to the sales page. So what we did was we only spent $641 on this campaign and we did all kinds of different content. So there was lots of social proof. There was videos. They had different carousels. There were more like things or more copy on objections, different highlight, highlighting different features, things like that. Lots of storytelling. So we put a lot of different things in this retargeting campaign. So super important whenever people are at that part of the funnel where they're looking at the sales page and getting really close to purchasing, they're you know paying attention and they're really interested. It's obvious that they're interested. We definitely want to be really strategic with the creatives. So really a big part of the work is that retargeting campaign, even though you're targeting a very small audience there, but they're a very hot audience. From the ads themselves, overall, there were 25 purchases and it was a, a $2,000 product. So she did make more sales organically. Of course, she also had affiliates and things like that. So her launch was bigger than this, but from the ad campaigns themselves, we were able to track $50,000 of sales and she spent just under three grand. So she got a really great return there. Her product is also a bit more niche. So it really helps with that. I wouldn't say it's as niche as my last client though, but definitely very focused and clear in her messaging and what she offers and what her program does. So those are the two launches that I'm going to go over today. I don't want this episode to be too, too long. So those are just to give you an example of just how we structured things, how much we spent and where, what kind of budgets they had and what kind of return they had. I do want to point out that both of these clients had tested offers. They had both launched organically before. They did not just jump into ads and both of them had ran ads in the past. So they're account was not completely cold and they'd never ran ads before in their account. So those are super important things to point out because I don't want to paint any sort of picture that you can just turn on ads and then get these kinds of returns. That's not the case. It's a big investment and it's a time investment as well, not just money, but these things are absolutely possible. Those costs per leads are going to be a bit higher at this point because these were before the Apple update, which happened a couple months ago. So things are a little bit different now or might be, we'll just see. I haven't seen a crazy hit or anything. Knock on wood. I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood. My current clients have not had a crazy hit or anything like that from the Apple update so far, but we are hanging in there. We're changing up some strategies a bit, and we're definitely getting serious about tracking and different ways that we can track. But yeah, so if you guys have any questions about this, definitely find me on Instagram and go ahead and send me a DM. And if you yourself plan on launching anytime soon in the next three months or even further out, and you're looking for an agency to run your ads, we are taking clients 
clients. So go ahead and you can apply to work with us on our website. We'll make sure that we're a good fit and we'll get on a call and just make sure that we're a good fit both ways. And then we can go from there. We can hopefully help you out with your launch. And yeah, if you have any questions, DMs are always open and I will see you all next week.